T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. J.C. Jackson will absolutely be a New England Patriot in 2022. Uh, He's going to line up as their number one cornerback in week one, whomever they play. That's because he's too good to be be allowed to leave the building uh, and only ultimately get a compensatory pick for his services. The Patriots have gotten off very, very nicely with uh, J.C. Jackson in terms of having to pay him or rather not really pay him over the years. In fact, I thought last season when they slapped the second round tender on him at just under $3.4 million that maybe a team would offer up a draft pick for him and go in and get him away from the New England Patriots. We're only talking about a guy who has some of the best ball production of any corner of the past four years in the, in the National Football League. And really, Xavier Howard and Trayvon Diggs are the only guys in his echelon when you talk about getting your hands on the football via interceptions or pass breakups. So the New England Patriots will not be allowing him out of the building. Will he get franchise tagged? I ultimately believe he will be tagged. I am not a fan of that, but that's the way it is, and that's their right, and that's very likely what's going to happen. The second hour of WEEI Late Night with KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. That's Jonathan Jones, a CBS Sports NFL reporter, saying that, look, J.C. Jackson should be a Patriot with no games attached or strings detached this coming season. I totally agree. At some point, you have to stop abusing a system that's really, let's just call it what it really is. The franchise tag is really for quarterbacks. Right, that a team doesn't want to suddenly lose their quarterback, so let us franchise him, give him money that he deserves. Like, despite what you think, like Dak Prescott is a great example of how the franchise tag should work if you're a pro player. It stinks, it stinks, it stinks. But then when he finally, when you can't franchise tag him anymore, you end up paying him almost double than if you had signed him initially in the beginning. But when you start franchise tagging, like offensive linemen and and to some degree, wide receivers. And, and and you don't even really see it with running backs. They're like, well, you guys are disposable, for the most part, unless you're not Derrick Henry. The Patriots franchise tagged their kicker. That's crazy, right? That's the abuse. Now, people say if you can get away with it, you can get away with it. Well, you know, for a long time in this country, they, they let 12-year-olds work in factories because they got away with it. That did happen. And I think with J.C. Jackson, where you know that you already have a defense that's starting to get a little bit too old, to potentially continue to compete at the level you need them to. You're no longer the top dog in the AFC East. You're going to have to pay somebody on the defense, especially if you know that you've gotten a couple of pieces. Uh, you got a gr- you, you've got a great find in Matthew Judon because he 
the way he was being used in Baltimore is not the way that you've seen him perform. So this guy is now being able to outwardly discover himself. Now, <laughs> what happens in a couple of years when he wants to renegotiate? That might be a different story. Christian Barmore is a great find. So now you're saying, hey, maybe we need to stop playing the franchise tag game and go ahead and sign this guy. And I don't think J.C. Jackson is going to be asking for the Patriots to pull up the Brinks truck. He wants to be here. If there's a person who seems like their spirit says, I'll give you a hometown discount, there are some, there are some inherent things that you can do that would say he would say yes. The first thing is say, J.C., we want to make you a top five paid cornerback in the league. That's not hard to do. Jalen Ramsey, 20 a year. That's his number. He's number one. Five years, $100 million. Marshawn Lattimore, Saints, he's number two. Five years, right at about $98 million, $97 million. Marlon Humphrey is number three. Five years, $97.5 million, $19.5 per year. Byron Jones in Miami, five years, $82 million, $16.5. Xavier Howard, number five, also in Miami, Five years, 75, uh, 75.2, 15000000 million a year. Hi, J.C. Jackson. Can we give you five years, $80 million at 16 per? Ka-ching, that puts him at right number five. You know what the tag number is for him? 17. So if you tag him, you'd have to pay him 17 for one year, and he's going to walk. He's going to walk. Or you give him 16 now, you can spread that. Bonus across a couple of years, and he's there, and he's top five, and guess what? Jalen Ramsey's deal is through 27, Lattimore through 27, Humphrey through 27, Byron Jones through 25, same thing for Xavier Howard. So you do this deal now, J.C. Jackson will be the fifth highest paid uh, defensive back at least for three years, unless someone says, Stephon Gilmore, we want to give you more money. This year, and I don't think that's going to happen. And Darius Slay is up in 2024. But now you're talking about a couple. Darius Slay will be 30 by then. Do the deal. Do, because if you don't do the deal, then now you're like, okay, well, what else is out there? If, if you know, I mean, you're not going to get Tyron Matthew, you know, especially because you got to do something about the safety position. Devin McCourty is the second highest in terms of who's free agents. After that, it's just it's a huge drop off. Marcus May with the Jets, Marcus Williams with the Saints, Rodney McLeod with the Eagles. Yeah. That's some slim pickings back there. As I mentioned with the free agents, Stephon Gilmore, we've been down that road. Josh Hayden, he'll be he's already 30. And he comes in at 11 million. So you, you see what I'm saying? Like you have a person who's younger, Chris Harris, 30, Bryce Callahan in Denver. Now, these are the free agents you'd be looking at. Patrick Peterson, who's 30. Like, really? You're going to stand on that hill to not pay J.C. Jackson now when you could sign him, make him top five cornerback in the league at a lower number than what his franchise tag number would be for this year? Maybe that's what they're thinking, and maybe just the Patriots don't want to show their hand. I, maybe, I, you know, it, it, I would think if you could save a million dollars, that's a million dollars saved. And when you're an undrafted free agent, you know, when you when you're undrafted and you make a team, you know, you 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 understand what nothing is, not a little bit, or not as much as this person over here. 
you know, you know that this person has come to play and has shown themselves worthy. But at what point do you stop playing around with the? It, it, I've always said the ones that tend to play around with the franchise tag. Now with Devontae Adams in like that, that that's what's crazy. Like even in Green Bay, we'll get into some Aaron Rodgers stuff about him, his pay. That's coming at eleven twenty one. But you know what they have to do in Green Bay is like they may have to do the franchise tag, and then the reason for keeping them, keeping him, the quarterback may go. That's that that's the risk you play around with the franchise tag. Why would you want to play around with JC Jackson not being a Patriot? long-term. Here's Phil, here's Phil Perry on early edition saying, look, he believes J.C. will get franchised. Do you expect J.C. Jackson to be on the Patriots roster for 2022? I do, and I think it might be the franchise tag, because if you're going to pay him market value, it's going to be upwards of $20 million a year. That's the Jalen Ramsey deal. Five years, $100 million is what he signed. He might not get to that level, but he'll get damn close just from conversations I've had with executives across the league, and I'm not sure that that's necessarily going to be feasible for the Patriots. So it might be one year on the tag and done for J.C. Jackson. Yeah, like, why? Why? You just mentioned Ramsey at 20 mil a year, Marshawn Lattimore at 19 and a half, Marlon Humphrey at 19 and a half. So that's already your top three, and that's an average of just under 20. Just under 20. Or you say, look, we'll make you top five paid cornerback. Then you can evaluate where things are in two years. If he wants to renegotiate and you've seen a downhill incline, you've saved money. You're the Patriots. Then you might be able to move off of the player if that's what you want to do at least, but you have two more years. You've got, what, three more years before Mac is in front of a, an extension or do you do a long-term deal? So... Do that deal now instead of one more year because you can't come to him next year and say, okay, well, we'll give you four years and 72. Huh? Yeah, tiptoeing like that. Like, no, wait a minute. You could have got him for 16 last year. Now you got now you got to tuck your shoulders in and offer him potentially 18 or 20 in a couple of years. Like, do it now. It's like sometimes when I, t- when I tell my kids, and they're like 15 years apart. It's a long story. It's not really that long of a story. I tell my daughters, like, you know, when they start going at each other like a couple of six-year-olds, like, hey, stop stop this. It, do do what you're supposed to do right now. Like, I, look, I, look I'm, no, I'm not in anybody's control there at, at Patriot Place, but I would say this. Why play games when you've been fortunate to have a rookie quarterback help this team sustain my partner on Sunday, Mark Dondero, thanks for listening, 9 to 11 Sundays. He's a big believer that the defense needs to be taken care of. And I'm thinking like, hey, look, if, you, if you're if you going to have your son Steve run it, at least give him gifts and toys to have right now. Son, I signed J.C. Jackson for you. But you're going to leave that in limbo too? That what? How even more apparent that you're, you're, you're starting your exit plan? But if it's getting caught and hung up on numbers, then you'd say, Bill, are you – are you not catching up with the times? There's no way you can tell a player like, hey, look, I this is good money in my day, and, you know, a lot of players sell cars in the offseason. <laughs> it's, it's a different time. Everything is going to be measured upon, like, you not willing to pay Tom Brady 25 mil. And so now you got J.C. Jackson who needs 16. And we're like, well, what do we do? And now you're like, and now you may have to pay him more by franchise tag. 
and you got all the salary cap next year. Like $100 million peels off of the salary cap next year, close to it, in 2023. You need to kick money down the road, kick it. You know how to do it? Ask Tom. All that bunny bonus money and restructuring he had to do? Jeez. Spend the $16 million now. You got a top five corner. I mean, there's a bunch in the draft, but you, you, you want to take you, you want to take that chance. You, you want to take that chance in a, in a, in a division where you clearly know Buffalo is ahead of you, and Miami has shown that they might have a blueprint to now go past you too. After last year, because that wasn't the best of Miami teams we've seen, and they're only going to get better. Why? Because they've got some offensive ingenuity there. And if they got offensive ingenuity and Josh Allen is up there in, in Buffalo, let's 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 go ahead and sign the guy who's a top five corner. <laughs> I, I I get it. I I I get it a little. Where you know the whole idea is, what's the value on the player? Does that number meet the value on the player? Summer and Bill, we trust the number. Look, times are changing. 16 mil for a cornerback? Top five, that's what you got to pay. I mean, think about it. Gilmore's number. Gilmore is 13. I could see the argument there's no value at 13 on the player at this point. Still very good, but that's crazy. Gilmore's not even 30. And I could see how there's no value at 13 for Gilmore right now. 16 for J.C. Jackson? Duh. It's K.J. Late Night here on WEEI. We're talking Patriots, 617-779-7937. The text line is 37937. Still to come, uh, something I heard on the Greg Hill Show that I, I, I have a bone to pick with, plus the Jake DeBrus song parody to celebrate his newfound success, staying in a place that he didn't want to be? It's KJ Late Night. It's time to trend. Marloni and Fourier. Weekdays, 2 to 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. All right, KJ, we got to start with this one for you. The Bruins are in L.A. taking on the Kings. They lead 2 nothing. Yeah. The two goals scored by Jake, none other than Jake, Jake DeBrus. DeBrus. Both of them. Both of them. The first one coming just a minute into the game. So two goals for Jake DeBrus. And we've got about four minutes to go in the first period. So he is still red hot. Look at Jake. Look at him go. The Celtics return home tomorrow night for a date with the Atlanta Hawks as they look to even the season series at two games apiece. Tip-off in that one is set for 7.30. And according to Evan Drellich and Ken Rosenthal, Major League Baseball is willing to miss a month worth of games. Drellich adds that the deal is not close, but it's also not impossible. We'll see what that means. Elsewhere in baseball, Derek Jeter has stepped down as the CEO of the Miami Marlins. Jeter said in a statement, quote, the vision for the future of the franchise is different than the one I signed up to lead, quote. The Los Angeles Lakers have waived DeAndre Jordan, according to ESPN. The Philadelphia 76ers are emerging as the front runners to sign the 14-year vet. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Late Night with KJ coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. W-E-E-I Late Night. On W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. I want to be back close to home in New England in the off season, um, and just because we obviously have our our place there, and just figure out ways to to become a better quarterback, and then do whatever we can to to put more points up on the board so we can win more games. Late night, W E E I. Thank you so much for hanging out with KJ six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. The text line is three seven ninety three seven. Mac Jones will be on the Greg Hill Show tomorrow morning. It's part of broadcasting from the Shaving for Saving. So you don't want to miss that. Because, see, in these charity situations, you can catch them in a more personal conversation, plus it's the offseason. So Mac Jones, Greg Hill Show, tomorrow morning. You don't want to miss it. We're talking football here, late night, W-E-E-I. We're Wayne in South Boston. You're on the air. KJ, what's up, brother? You hey, Wayne. I heard that little thing. I heard that whole little thing, but do me one favor. Like, um, call down there and tell him I said get don't let Wiggy be messing with Mac. Tell him don't be talking all that trash because he always talks trash about him. And what's his name was even nervous about. It. He goes, Wayne, when they get these two on the uh, there, they're gonna, it's going to be going on. And I said, I know he always talks trash about him. I said, but you know what, Mac's the type of kid that's going to smile at him and be like, yeah, no problem. And those are the guys. That's why I like this kid, Mac. He's got a lot of heart. He did the uh, granddaddy at the um, Pro Bowl. I love that. He, when he got, he, it wasn't even a touchdown, but he went down the end and he's like, "I'm going to get dance anyways." That's what I like about this kid. So they have to number one, no matter what, is get him a good offensive coordinator. And I know I want Bill O'Brien, but I don't think we're going to get him. KJ, I, I keep so saying, keep, people keep. They're saying we're going to Neely or Keely or something. Keely, yeah, Keely. Yeah, Keely, the tight ends coach. Yeah, yeah, they, that, that's what they're talking about. Yeah. Have- I never even heard of him before. That's what I'm saying, though. You know what I mean? The names. That's why I'm saying. Bill O'Brien taught Mac. Think about it. He taught Mac at Alabama. So who would be better for him than no? He would be the best. You know what I mean? Give him the extra money, Belichick. You want to get to the Super Bowl? Do the right things. Because if you do, if he's trying to sneak around the corners and think like he can do like he does his whole career, it, we don't got time. You're not going to be on the clock that long. That's what you need to understand. He's getting old. Wayne, thanks Number for the call. Two, real quick. Okay, real quick, 30 seconds. Okay, sign J.C. Jackson to a yep. five-year contract, period, yep. and get a young, fast, wide receiver, top five in the in the uh, thing coming up. All right, thanks for the call, Wayne. Yeah, I totally agree. Give J.C. Jackson five years, $80 million, 16 a year, 
It's less than what you would give him on a franchise tag just for one year. So save money. Like, I mean, that's like me. But like, I tell my wife the difference between like the brand name cookies and the off brand name cookies is really just the packaging. Sometimes like the off brand name cookies are better, but you, you know, you'd have to reseal the bag. You know, with with duct tape to make sure they stay fresh for more than two days. I love that he called the gritty the granddaddy. That <laughs> yeah. was amazing. That was awesome. All right, we're still talking Pat's football with Paul and Westfield. Thanks for calling WEEI late night. Go ahead. Well, it is time to stop the indecisive action and <laughs> sign with J.C. Jackson because clearly what we need is expertise, like the last caller said, and sign a good ride receiver now. I have a second point. I have evidence in support of the sports pope, Paul Christ, first and ever pontification. I order by decree the following fact must be addressed. Three years ago, Mikhail Harry caught a ball against the Kansas City Chiefs. He clearly was in bounds. The referee clearly made a big mistake, and we got a screw job on that and didn't end up with first and ten at the eight and ended up losing the game. Now, Belichick noted the system is broken because the current NFL rule states you only get two review objections. And if you're wrong on the first one, you get only one more. So what that rule says is when you're right, you get punished by having your second objection removed. If you object and you're right, the facts will fit. Your second objection should not be quit. You do not reward the guy that makes the wrong call and punish the guy that makes it right. And here's the final point. The game has gotten much faster. Uh, uh, the pro baseball puts two official outfielders, two more extra umpires out in the field in the playoffs. Yeah, gonna, right. So it's going to look like 10 guys inside the shift? No, thank you. I, I think baseball, no, no, no. baseball needs to do more subtracting than it does adding. Yes, sir, but but KJ, we have a problem. We have these extremely elite fast runners and lawyers and doctors that can't keep up from the blind side and see what's going on. If you just add two more spectators to cover the blind side, that'll help reduce this crudathon of bad calls. We've seen it when Atlanta got screwed. We saw it in the Super Bowl when we played Seattle, and our kicker's body was still going up in the air as the umps were running off the field. We need to remove this innate, obsequious, naive human error factor and tighten up the game to add credibility and quality. Thank Paul, you. It's always, always good to hear from you, man. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I guess to his point about the challenges, you know, I like the idea that you have to get both of them right or none of it happens. It's, it's, like, it's like never being caught having an affair, right? If, if you never cheat on your significant other, Every thought in her head that you've ever cheated on her times zero still equals zero. But if you do it once, and she's believed that you've done it 30 times, your one automatically becomes 30. Does that math make sense to you, Justin? I get where it's going. Yes, I get where yes, that's going. That, right. So but when you don't do it, she can think that you've done it 500 times, but any math teacher will tell you that 500 times zero is still zero. But 500 times one could be 500 in their mind. So when it comes to the when, when it comes to the when it comes to the uh, challenge flag, you just got to be so sure that they're absolutely wrong. And they have little things that'll give you time. You could call a timeout. They'll go to TV. That'll give you an extra minute or so to for them to look over it as well. And then you challenge it. And of course, then they go to another commercial. But it, you, there are things inherently in place to make sure you got to make sure it can't be emotions. You got to make sure.
Again, Mac Jones. I mean, I get, you definitely want to stay tuned for that Greg Hill show tomorrow morning, live from the Shaving for Saving uh, charitable event. Mac Jones, Wiggy, Will Wiggy, Will Wiggy say something to Mac Jones. One thing to say it through a microphone, it's another thing to say it through a microphone with Mac Jones sitting there. And that's going to be fascinating radio tomorrow on Greg Hill Show. So you think about some of the things you met one caller, I think it was uh, it was it was Wayne mentioning the receiver for for Mac Jones. And you know, we you hear talk people talk Chris Godwin. And I think Chris Godwin is one of those guys that says, you know what, if I go to a place that might have just been an injury away from going further in the playoffs, uh, you think that maybe, hey, with Odell Beckham going down, do the Rams, you know, if Odell Beckham is out for the entire season, are you the Rams and you go after Chris Godwin? And if you are, that's very attractive to Chris Godwin. You might say, you know what, maybe I don't need all the money in the world suddenly if I know I can get to a Super Bowl and that's what I want to do and and still get a hefty chunk. So I think there are going to be a couple teams out there that are already ready to make a forward move uh, in terms of like, hey, we're just a piece away from winning a Super Bowl. I think that's the choice of team that Chris Godwin makes. It's not like a Kenny Galladay deal where it's like, okay, Giants got the most money. All right, I'll go where the most money is. You know, I think it's one of those deals where it's like, especially coming off of an injury, why come off of an injury to go play for a team where you might be prone to get injured again? We're still throwing the ball. You know, I can't sit down yet. So I would say Chris Godwin's out. Allen Robinson, even though I've said not so much, I don't really believe so. He could be intriguing, and his price may not be as high because his production was way down. Something like 70 receptions off from one year to the next. You're like, oh, my, was he injured? You're like, no, not really. You know, it's just the team was that bad. So, I mean, he was franchised at close to 18 mil. If he says, yeah, I'll do a, a prove, prove me deal at 12, that's still pretty rich. So I think just at 12, I don't think that Bill would see the value in the player at 12, right? Um, Devontae Adams, though, interesting. Uh, the Packers have announced that they're going to be playing uh, one of their games in London, and so they did the remake of the Beatles' Abbey Road cover and not crossing Abbey Road. Like, what Abbey Road crossing is like the four Beatles. With this one, it's like a couple of linemen and like a receiver. But it wasn't Devontae Adams or was it Aaron Rodgers? I don't buy a whole, whole lot into that just yet. Uh, but it does get people talking. So Devontae Adams is going to be franchise tagged and kept in Green Bay. I, I just think they'll say, you know what, we will do that. Even if it costs us upwards of $20 million, uh, we're going to do it. Uh I would like, I mean, I've, I've said it, Juju Smith-Schuster, it's something that you would say, look, see, the way his contracts have been set up uh, through his years at Pittsburgh, it wasn't a lot in salary. It's mostly in bonus. And this is something that you could do as well. Let's say you, you sign him to a two-year deal and you move that bonus to next year onto next year's onto next year's sheet. So you say, listen, we'll give you 10 in bonus. and We'll give you three of that now, seven next year. And uh, we'll give you, you know, 10 in salary over two years. So now you're getting a really good deal, and maybe that's where Bill could see a value in a Juju Smith-Schuster, where instead of doing a one-year, the guy's lights out, and then you've got to like pay out of the face for him. At least you have him for two years, and if he you know, gels with Mac and shows that he can turn things around, well, now you have a veteran on the team uh, who are going, who's going into their veteran years, if you will, right? And so uh, someone who could grow with Mac who may still be a one, may still be a one receiver. 
Uh, and if there's one I really like, it's Mike Williams with the Chargers. Um, even if even if they did deem that, you know, look, they would be taking trade offers for Keenan Allen if they were going to try and re-sign Mike Williams there, I would be on the phone about getting Keenan Allen. Well, not because, you know, like, Justin, you may not know this, but my daughter and Keenan Allen went to school, high school together. Really? Yes. And so, uh, so that, so I'm, he's kind of a first favorite. I remember when he was like a little kid, stuff like that. So, but, um, yeah, I, that would be the type of leadership receiver that you would want to provide for Mac Jones, where even if Keenan Allen, who's still clearly a one receiver, but, you know, closer to the 1A than he is a 1, I still think would be ideal uh, because just his nuances and his IQ with the game, especially on, like, short routes and intermediate routes, uh, not so much the long threat like he used to be. But, you know, we're not talking about a guy who, you know, he, he's going to make Mac look good even on some passes that don't necessarily do. So if 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 they decide in, in the, with the Chargers that Mike Williams is the new priority with the new deal because the guy – Caught 1,100 yards last year, 76 receptions, and nine touchdowns. That's, that's, that'd be hard to let go, but at the same time, you'd say, is that is that the Chargers upside? Maybe that's who Justin Herbert likes to work with a little more than he does with than Keenan Allen. You just don't know, but if Keenan Allen became available, get on the phone, Bill, find out what that takes. Because now you now you clearly have a list receiver in there, and he put it next to Bourne and Myers, and that's something you have to respect. I think that's what most people, the fan base, and some prognosticators as well, think that. Look, if you just improve the receiver room a little more, and yes, Aguilar still on the hook for a considerable amount of money, but maybe that's just something you just you just let it go and eat it and take the and take the hit next year. You just put it on the books next year. You got a hundred million to work with. And now that you have a quarterback, you don't have to worry about bringing in Russell Wilson next year. So there's some good choices in the free agent market for receiver that the Patriots, I'm sure they're looking at. I trust this free agent market better, and some names I didn't mention, like Jamison Crowder with the Jets, are probably going to be better pieces than the receiving court in the draft. Because my philosophy is, if there are not a lot of quarterbacks coming out of the draft, there's not a lot of receivers coming out of the draft. Right, think about the think about the quarterbacks that came out last year. Now, with Ohio State, Chris Olave, that's a different story. He decided to stay a year, another year. He's probably one of the studs. He's like one of three studs, semi-studs, if you will, coming in through the draft. He may not be available at 21. I just don't think the Patriots should use that 21st pick for a receiver. Or you know how you make make the, the rookie quarterback wear 50? <laughs> you think that new you do that new number is going to be one? <laughs> Just, just put the new one, put it on the offensive player that makes you just go, uh-oh. Just give him the red one. <laughs> Cam started a tradition for the old heads. Poor Tony Franklin, that was not his desire, kicking barefoot just for his number one to go to the, the complete-ish. <laughs> Sorry. I'll tell you who's a, who's a complete mess right now. But isn't necessarily so off their rocker as one would think, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Uh Here's Diana Rossini from ESPN talking about Aaron Rodgers' demands if he is going to stay in Green Bay. I was told from someone who's having conversations with his agent, not the highest paid player by a little, by a wide margin. He doesn't, it's, it's, he doesn't want to just be at the top by a few million. It's got to be significant. So when you hear him say significant, 
Aaron Rodgers' annual deal right now is $33 million. So keep that in mind. I know doing math this late at night and having a few brews. It's kind of, it's kind of the enjoying part of Late Night with KJ here. It puts Aaron Rodgers at the ninth highest quarterback in the league. So you could make an argument that, okay, Aaron does deserve to be paid more than Jared Goff, which is 33 and a half. Now Stafford's, the way his is spread out, it's 27 and a half, but there's 50 of dead. So, so let's just say he, he's, he wants more money than Stafford. Now you're talking Russell Wilson at 35. Matt Ryan, who's got an old number at 30. Deshaun Watson at 39. Dak at 40. Josh Allen, 43. Patrick Mahomes, 45. So, Aaron Rodgers and his crazy ass. Maybe he may ask the Packers, even if he doesn't want to stay, this is a way to get them to say, no, I don't want to stay. Rip up his deal. Two years. $100 $100 million. Okay, that's the Dr. Evil right there. I don't know if he can get Mahomes money, but I'm thinking he's thinking I should get Dak Prescott money. So maybe two years, $80 million, with probably some type of signing bonus or something along that line. 20, maybe 20 mil in, in bonus that they could spread out over four or five years once he's gone. Aaron Rodgers may get $100 million for his last two years. And this reminds me a little bit of the time when Jordan left the NBA and like the chasm that was created after. If you remember a little bit, it was like, oh, now we got to create a dress code and. You know, Iverson is chasing somebody this week. And, you know, so like who was the next face that was still left after the legend who had brought all the commercials and, and food, money, and TV contracts? You know, no one ever sang a song. If I could be like Alan, it was I could be like Mike. And with the NFL, with Tom gone now, there's going to be this kind of chasm. Kind of like the crybabies are left. If you saw what came out of Kyler Murray's camp today, I saw that a mile coming. Man, ownership doesn't care if you... Don't follow them on social media. How much did you pay to get on Twitter? Yeah, exactly. Times zero equals zero. And what do you know? He's lost all of his leverage. He's re- his agents released out a statement all in all caps. Like, come on, don't you know? And even in your your generation, bro, that's screaming. <laughs> Everybody's going to see the screaming. But it's a cry for help saying, I want to be noticed. Please choose me. You got you got to win games in the end of the season. What you look like at the end of the season weighs more with management when negotiations come than how you looked at the beginning of the season. Remember last year? Oh, Kyler Murray's an MVP candidate after seven games. <laughs> Why? Are they about to strike? Why? Now he's begging. Please, please sign me long term, please. Meanwhile, Russell Wilson sitting there smiling, talking to Roger Goodell at the Super Bowl. Roger saying, hey, you know the Super Bowl next year is in <clears throat> Arizona. I didn't tell you this, but I just wanted to tell you this. And I think Kyler Murray feels that heat. But if Aaron Rodgers is going to be the top echelon of quarterbacks that remain in terms of elder statesmen and success, 
you got a crybaby at the top. If you've got a crybaby at the top, then it's not going to surprise you that Kyler Murray is going to be a crybaby. Or that Baker Mayfield may have a pouting fit this season. <laughs> Miles Garrett, boy, did he give a ringing endorsement. Yeah, man, I'm just, yeah. What do you think of Baker? Yeah, man, I love I love my teammates. <laughs> did you hear that, Justin? I did see that, and I yeah, loved it because I, I, I hate I, Baker. Yeah, I love my teammates. Yeah, Baker Mayfield... The way he looks in those uh, those commercials for the insurance where he's alone in the stadium, that's really about to become true. That's another one right there. I got clowned. I, don't, I forgot who it might have been. Nick LaPan. A couple people kind of razzed me about Baker Mayfield, and look where we are now. Even his teammates won't even call him by name. I might as well call him the player. <laughs> the player. The player has some value. That's why I said probably one of the most intriguing games this season is going to be Cleveland Patriots. That's literally going to be like if, if, if you're a swimmer and you know how when you feel the deep end going from like, you know, like once you get like past like the four and a half into the five feet and starts going to the deep end, that's literally like that cutoff lawn between what you see in Mac Jones and what you see in Baker Mayfield. Like Baker Mayfield will have to prove that he's not falling into the deep end against Mac Jones in that game. All Mac Jones has to prove is that he's gotten a little better. Just because just a little better Mac Jones right now is better than the last three and a half years of Baker Mayfield total. You got a bunch of babies sitting at the top of the of the quarterback pecking order. Mahomes, oh yeah, he's he's trying to figure out how to turn off his brother and his girl's social media. How do I get him to stop? Josh Allen does good things. Can't really knock him. Dak Prescott kind of plays the little Southern Cowboy role, stays away, I get it. Deshaun Watson, yeah, what are we trying to figure out there? Matt Ryan, in his last years. I know you might have the BC stories, but still in his last years. Russell Wilson, a gentleman. Jimmy Garoppolo, the highest played quarterback in the league that you hope doesn't succeed so that way the rest of the team can do it. (laughs) Tom is leaving a chasm at the leadership. And that's why Aaron Rodgers is now screaming that he wants to be the highest paid for that bus with Green Bay to stop at that same spot. Last stop, NFC semifinals. People drive off past him. Next, here on Late Night, the celebration of Jake DeBrusque. It's a great story, and I got a parody song. I've been waiting to play it all night. Plus, something said on the Greg Hill Show that made me go, what? We wrap up Late Night with KJ next here on WEEI. WEEI Late Night on WEEI. Boston Sports Original. I don't have a plus one, according to wedding. I don't because know you don't have a wife currently. I, 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 you can bring somebody, though. Why do I have to have a wife to have a plus one? Or or a serious girlfriend. Why can't you just I, bring have, a friend? I actually have several serious girlfriends. Okay, well, if I... If, if, so a plus one can't just be a friend. <laughs> the names are sour no. cream, guacamole. It is... It, okay. Shine, well done. I well done. know this. No, huh? not everybody gets a plus one, so you, you can just You don't think bring... I want to bring some, you know, very nice... 
person down to your wedding so I have somebody to talk to? Greg, Daisy have- from Daisy Sour Cream is not a plus one. You so have wait, plenty of people to talk is to. Is that normal in all weddings? A plus one can't just be somebody that you're Yes, a, a lot with? of weddings when... Really? Okay, a plate at a wedding costs a certain amount. For Greg to bring Cindy Lou Who from the seaport... Yeah, but how do you know? It like, doesn't make any... Why would I pay $200 for her to come to my wedding? Is there an email that you send out like your plus one no. has to be... On the invitation, uh-huh. like your invitation, uh-huh. Mr. and Mrs. Jermaine Wiggins. Right, but what if somebody's Greg's not Greg's invitation says Greg Hill. Late night, W-E-E-I. KJ, thank you so much. I, like, I'm, I'm just baffled by that. Remember, Greg Hill's show tomorrow morning live from sharing... Uh, shaving for sh- uh, shaving for saving. Mac Jones will be there. I I was flabbergasted, mind blown as a guy who's been married over a dozen years. Either you invite the person and they bring a guest, or don't invite the person at all, Courtney. Like they say, you can pick your friends. Is that you can choose your friends? You pick your friends' nose, but you can't use that. Well, you can choose your friends. You can pick your nose, but you can't pick your nose's friends. Or your friend's nose. You, you get what I'm getting and getting at. There is just absolutely no way you can enforce that. If you're worried about how much the plate of food costs for whoever the guest is of your guest, here's where Greg would be wrong. If he brought a plus one and another, and you only had it set up for him to only bring a plus one. Because if you're telling him to just come by himself, I wouldn't go. If he could bring somebody, because like there's some things you could probably Keep private. I don't know Greg's, you know, love life, how it goes forward or backwards, whatever. But if you're going to invite him, you've always got it's If it's not a kid, right, then plus one. Offer the, you got to suck up the cost. You might meet somebody new. Now, if you're going to be like, hey, you know, this person's not going to be in their life in two years. Hey, that, that shouldn't be your focus. I tell friends of mine who got married after I have, whether they've been married a year or just as long as I have, I, th- I say, the first, I have this is the only piece of marriage advice I have for you is that I don't have any marriage advice. That's the best advice I can give you. That I don't have any advice. But when it comes to the wedding, if you're going to invite Greg, allow him to bring a plus, plus one. Who he chooses to bring, it's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. You shouldn't worry about who it is. You shouldn't. If you're worried about it being a radio stunt, then I understand. Greg Hill's show, 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, live from Shaving for Saving where Mac Jones will be on the show. Oh, my God, Jake DeBrusque. Back in uh, about an hour ago during uh, Rent Free, I talked about how Jake DeBrusque literally is um, the guy who works at Inatech who hates his job, tells him he hates their job, his job, and he gets a promotion. And what do you know? The guy is now on first line. The Bruins are up 3-0, and Jake DeBrusque has all three goals <laughs> on four shots. Oh, and the trade deadline is not far away either. <laughs> like, this guy's got them in the pocket. So, in celebration of the newfound Jake, I dug into one of my classics to celebrate Jake DeBrusque. Hit it, Justin. Aha, uh-huh, drop that bug. Look who's on the ice. It's Jake DeBrusque. Just three months ago, he wouldn't with us. Now he's playing wing on the line at first. Aha, uh-huh, drop that bug. Look who's on the ice, it's Jake DeBrooks. Just a month ago, he wouldn't with us. 
Now he's playing wing on the line that's first. Let me tell you a crazy story about a guy named Jake. Told John Sweeney with the Bruins he won't skate. Trade him for a pack of now a later's flavor great. Meanwhile, Boston Bruins stuck in eighth. Back to back wins, they wouldn't stick. Brad Marchand got suspended for the hit. Tuka came back to the net and it looked like Jake said, Here's my chance, I think I'll go for it. Say, aha, drop that floor. Look who's on the ice with Jake to Bruins. Just three months ago, he wouldn't with us. Now he's on the wing for the line that's first. Aha, drop that pull. Look who's on the ice, it's Jake to Bruins. Just three months ago, he wouldn't with us. Now he's on the wing with the line that's first. Aha. Yeah, yeah, Jake is staying. What what a story. Three months ago? Get me out of here. I think it'd just be best. I, I just don't feel the environment. Now <laughs> the guy looks like Rocket Rashad out there. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Three goals on four shots. Bruins are up 3 nothing in the second period. Like, <laughs> first period, uh, first period, betrayal? Ah, don't even worry about that, guys. I got you. I'm Jake. Jake DeBrusque. Uh-huh. Drop that puck. Look who's on the ice. It's Jake DeBrusque. They've got him on his weak hand side on the wing, and he's doing this. <laughs> I joke Sunday. That look, Sunday skate was just nothing going to be but Sunday Jake. And what 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 was it? Jake. Everybody's talking. But I've always said what's fascinating about the Bruins, especially over the last few years, is when these compelling stories bubble up. It makes the team even more fascinating. And again, you know, they're fighting off the Capitals. The Capitals only a couple points behind. Just can't seem to catch the people ahead. For the seventh spot in the East. So, like now, like where it looked like it was kind of a cruise to possibly stay in that eighth spot. Now you got to fight a little bit. And here comes Jake DeBrusque. All the jokes that were happening. We can't get rid of him. Like the song said, they were ready to trade him for a pack of loud now and laters. Great, please. It's been KJ Late Night here on WEEI. Thank you so much for hanging out. Remember, Greg Hill Show tomorrow live for shaving for saving. Mac Jones will be on the show. It's it, it almost feels like there might be a showdown at OK Corral. Everything Mac has done and what Wiggy has said all comes face-to-face, not on a phone call. They'll be in each other. Oh, that's going to be great listening right there. Follow at WEEI on Twitter as well as at KJ Carson on Twitter. Justin, man, thank you so much. Hey, how do we stretch out your employee of the week thing? How do we get that into next weekend? Guess I'm going to have to win it again. You know what? I still want you to park the car in front of the front door with the hazard lights on. That 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 would just be absolute gold. Say, this is my employee of the week parking spot. Have a great night, New England. Thank you so much for hanging out. See ya! T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. 
Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.